Not content with ramping up towards World War III, Russia has this week further interfered with the independent actions of truth seekers from rival countries by mucking about with my computer and causing this episode to be released one crucial day behind schedule. The evil commie scumbags were obviously alerted to my satirical lambasting of them in a previous episode and retaliated by causing my computer to slow to an unusable pace, necessitating me to be spending several hours cleaning up my hard drive, uninstalling several pieces of software, and undoing some Windows updates which took about four hours, for no apparent reason. Highly suspicious. If ever there was a clear warning about the evils of communism, then this is bloody flipping well it. Hopefully, next week they'll be too busy invading Ukraine to interfere with my episode. New news is good news. Nonsensical news is even better news. Welcome to episode 5 of the Nonsensical News Comedy Show. This is THE News. The headlines are these ones. Sandpaper trousers are non-starter, says Alan Sugar. Footballer does something nice for a change. Bull refuses to apologise for China shop carnage. Nuclear-powered toothbrush removed from sale after toilet explosion incident. Carrots do help you see in the dark if you set them on fire. Deep-fried ice cream restaurant goes bankrupt. Confused cat tries to eat computer mouse. Meteorite hits Aberdare, but nobody notices any difference. New pencil flavour crisps confuse consumers. Boris Johnson employs the Bill Clinton defence, claiming it wasn't a party, I only had two drinks. Those were the headlines, now they are not. News moves so fast these days that all those stories are now redundant. What follows are their replacements. Prince Andrew has been arrested again this week for driving a Range Rover up the M6 at 120 miles per hour while shouting out of the window via a megaphone, come and have a go if you think you're hard enough. His mother was unavailable for comment. Today's news is brought to you by Fudge. Fudge is the new app that helps you out of a sticky wicket when you've painted yourself into a corner and put all of your eggs in one basket. Have you been caught doing something bad while telling the rest of the country every day for several weeks not to do the same bad thing that you were doing yourself on quite a few of those same days? Then you definitely need to invest in Fudge today. Fudge's patented algorithm will scan the whole wide world of the World Wide Web and give you a personal list of things other people are doing or about to do that are much worse than the thing you've just been caught doing. All you then have to do is publicly bang on and on about your personalised list of much worse things other people are doing until enough people stop caring about the bad thing you did that you might just get away with it. Fudge's patented algorithm is only powerful enough to be effective on small to medium sized blunders. If your list of worse things starts with an imminent invasion and ethnic genocide, then clearly the thing you've done is so bad that you're beyond help. Fudge cannot be guaranteed to help you in the event of a police investigation or the resignation of several formerly loyal colleagues. Fudge cannot prevent a vote of no confidence. Australia's levitation crisis continues apace. We previously brought you the story of how all the continent's trees disappeared overnight, 
causing the country to rise four feet into the air from the resulting loss of weight. Well... A campaign of feeding amphetamines to kangaroos has resulted in a period of frantic 24-7 jumping that knocked the continent down to within six inches of its original position. However, since government employees and military personnel have stopped providing the drug to the kangaroo population, the bouncy creatures have developed a serious habit and are now jumping about more frantically than ever in a state of withdrawal. There have been thousands of incidents of kangaroos breaking into pharmacies and stealing all manner of drugs. Police have been inundated with complaints about kangaroos hyped up on Ritalin, diazepam or morphine, causing various degrees of havoc across the country. Police in Canberra arrested a gang of seven kangaroos yesterday after they broke into a pharmacy, loaded up on stimulants and then commenced upon a rampage of jumping up and down on parked cars, causing all manner of mischievous, mayhemic, malevolent moments. Shortly after their arrest, they bounced the police van into tiny pieces and then ran off to do some more jumping. Scientists estimate that another two weeks of kangaroo drug-induced bouncing will see 80% of populated areas of Australia underwater. One scientist was quoted as saying, if the trees suddenly turn up again, the whole continent will become the new Atlantis. Experts are contemplating the strategy of feeding laxatives to the kangaroo population in an attempt to lessen the effects of their frantic jumping about. We'll keep you posted on any further developments concerning the fate of the rising and falling landmass. This week's news is brought to you by space. Do you need somewhere to exist? Invest in some space. Space is the three-dimensional entity that allows you to move about and do stuff. Without space, we would all be literally stuck. Get yourself some space today and live your life to the full. Space cannot be held responsible for the things you choose to put or do in your available space. Space users are entirely responsible for any quantum events that may spontaneously occur in your allotted space. Space cannot be held liable for the sudden appearance or disappearance of any form of matter, object, person, valuable documents, or beloved pet during your use of space. Space may spontaneously collapse in upon itself at any given moment, destroying any matter in that space and consigning it to permanent oblivion. Time sold separately. And now, this week's jazz charts at number 10, Sporadic Plectrum. At number 9, Intonation Sidechain. At number 8, Plethora Johnson Jr. At number seven, Scat Fringe. At number six, Seventh Note Perambulation. Number 5. 
free jazz interval. At number four, Howard's new note. Number three, fretless insouciance. At number two, interlocutor concession. And for the third week at number one, scales are for cowards. We return now to the sycamore tree in Budley Salterton that has been behaving mysteriously and causing many mayhemic moments for the police. In previous weeks we brought you the news that branches of the tree had been growing sausages and fish fingers. This week the pesky brown and green menace is at it again. Footage from two days ago uploaded to the interweb world by an anonymous shows that the tree has moved on from foodstuffs and is now shedding leaves of Lego bricks. This is the best one yet, said a clearly delighted local, two-year-old Johnny Lawnmower. I spent half an hour in the park yesterday and I already have enough bricks to build a model of the Royal Opera House. The dome is going to be tricky, but I'm still enjoying having a go. Police officer Nicholas ah, told us this morning, Obviously, Lego is really expensive these days. When I was a kid, I got a whole post office set for four quid. Nowadays, you can't even get a few small bricks for that. If anything, this is causing more problems than the sausages or fish fingers. It's not going to be popular, but the council are considering cutting down the tree before it starts producing £20 notes and we have a full-scale riot on our hands and elbows. It has been rumoured that scientists want to remove the tree to study it, but furious locals say they just want to keep all the Lego for themselves. We'll keep you updated on any updates that come up at a future date update. Today, as usual, it is raining in Wales. It was nice and sunny in England as usual, because the government are controlling the weather. They've kept it a secret, of course, but last year Boris and his cronies installed a 300 mile long pipeline in the sky, 
which takes all the sunshine from Wales and transports it to London and the southeast. The Welsh village, which is at the end of the pipeline, now has no daylight whatsoever and everybody has been forced to move out. On the night of a full moon, you can make out the church spire of the now deserted ghost town. Boris has denied rumours that plans are being discussed for a second pipeline to take all the oxygen from Swansea and funnel it to Birmingham, where, admittedly, they are in dire need of it. The Welsh Assembly has so far issued no comment on the constant rain that is currently plummeting down on the Principality like so many soggy bullets. The Leader of the Assembly was unavailable for interview today as he is busy on a suntan finding expedition in Guildford. In other soggy Welsh news, many dogs are now refusing to go outside because it gives them an embarrassingly fluffy hairstyle. Cats, as usual, were too laid back to make any comment. A councillor in the Chronthe is raising funds to build an ark because, understandably, all residents think the world is about to end. Apart from the ones who have given up altogether because living in the Chronthe has convinced them that the world already has ended. Sales of umbrellas have gone up, as have the umbrellas. Our rain correspondent was spotted earlier burning all his t-shirts and nailing an umbrella to his head. 